0: I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to Back to the Show. Thank you so much for clicking on this episode. My name is Lily, I'm your host, and I'm super pumped for this episode. I say it every week, I'm pumped for every episode. It's like Christmas when I post, and I just, I love doing this, and I'm happy to be here. So setting the scene for you guys, I am sitting on my couch, I'm recording on voice memos today. I'm having a bit of a problem with my mic and I have recorded on voice memos for the past couple episodes and the feedback that I've gotten from friends as I've come to them being like, oh my God, like my mic's broken. Like, you know, I need to get another one. Which one should I get? They're like, we literally can't even tell the difference. So yes, I will get a new mic. I want to upgrade and get something really, really good. Um, But let this kind of serve as a friendly reminder that you don't need fancy equipment to start a podcast you can record it on voice memos you can record it on your computer you don't need anything special to start something a question that I get in my dms all the time is I really want to start a podcast what equipment should I buy where should I start there's nothing in this world that I could tell you that you couldn't Learn better from experience. So, literally, just press record on your voice memos. You're gonna hate the sound of your voice at first. You're gonna hate the things that you say, and it takes a ton of practice, but eventually, you're gonna get to a point where you can just press record and just start going. And it's a beautiful thing to see this progress over time. So, anyway, if you go back and listen to old episodes of this show specifically, you will see such a change in even the way that I speak. And that's just because I become more comfortable on the mic by doing it for like two and a half years. So anyway, that was a bit of a tangent. But if starting a podcast is something that you want to do, just hit voice memos on your phone, and you're gonna be fine. Really, no one can ever tell the difference. And I think that that's pretty cool that technology's come such a long way. The other thing too is same with YouTube. Like if you have a phone, you can start a YouTube channel. You can edit everything on your phone. You can record everything on your phone. So that is that. Hopefully you guys can tell that I'm in a bit of a better headspace today than I have been for probably the past like month worth of episodes. And I've definitely made some major shifts in my life, which I'm excited to tell you guys about in the coming weeks. But today I definitely want to focus on the topic at hand, which is how to become that girl in 2023. And I think the concept of that girl has definitely shifted. Since it became a trend, I want to say in like 2020, 2021, it was big on TikTok and everyone was kind of coming up with this idea of the dream health and wellness girl as that girl. I've made a couple episodes like this before so I'll tag all of those in the show notes and it's always interesting to go back and listen to those and kind of see how the wellness trends change over time and how the idea of that girl changes over time because in my opinion that girl is simply the best version of you and that doesn't have to look exactly how it looks on TikTok that doesn't have to look exactly how it looks on Instagram. The best version of you comes through designing, creating, visualizing what you really want out of life, and then becoming that version of yourself. So that's what we're going to talk about today. But before we do, I just have a couple announcements for you guys. First things first is you should definitely join the 8020 group chat. We have, I think, 1100 members in there now, which is insane. So if you guys want to connect with other listeners, like-minded women, supportive women, definitely go join the group chat. Um, We just started a new room in there called Shoutouts, and that's going to be a new segment. So in a few minutes when I get into Shoutouts, I'll kind of tell you more, but it's kind of a fun little way to engage with you guys and just shout you guys out, support you. So you can join the group chat by clicking the link in the show notes that just says join the group chat. There's a couple questions that you have to answer and that's just to keep like spammy people out and make sure that it's actual members that are joining the group chat or actual listeners that are joining the group chat. And then the second announcement is that I am working on updating all my eBooks and guides And if you guys listened to the podcast a little over a year ago, you probably remember that I released a cookbook. I wrote it with my mom. That was one of the funnest projects I ever worked on. And I had a bunch of ebooks and stuff. All of those were housed on my website. And I'm giving my website a bit of a makeover. There's a lot of things in my life that are getting a makeover. And maybe that's just because it's spring. And I'm just so ready and excited for change. But yeah, the website's getting a facelift. The podcast branding is getting a facelift. I've been working with a graphic designer for a couple weeks now, and I'm excited to kind of release what the concept for that looks like pretty soon. But long story short, I'm working on revamping my ebooks and guides, and all of those will be housed on Etsy. So give me like a week to sort out what my Etsy shop looks like, and I will tell you guys more probably next week anyway the point of me telling you this is that if you go back and you listen to an old episode and you hear me talk about the cookbook or an ebook or a guide and you're like lily these are just lost in thin air i have no idea where to go the links don't work know that i am working on a shit ton of stuff and um and just kind of streamline things and i'll put them on etsy as soon as i'm done kind of giving them a little bit of a facelift as well So that'll probably be next week or the week after. The third announcement, last but not least, is to please, please, please leave a rate and leave a review if you enjoy this podcast. You guys have no freaking clue how much reviews help other people find and listen to the show. I say that every single week, but it is so, so true. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, that's where reviews, like, really matter for some reason. So all you have to do is drop a rating and drop a review. You can literally just say, like, I enjoy... I enjoyed this episode. Like, that's literally all you have to say, but you guys have no clue how much it helps me. So if you have 30 seconds to spare, I would really, really appreciate it. So let's talk segments. We're going to start off with my high and my low, and I'll start with my low because I don't want to focus on the lows. I'm looking back at my notes right now. My low is that I'm not focusing on the lows, so I'm not even going to share a low with you. I've been too low, and I don't want to talk about being low, so we're just going to get rid of the low altogether. However, my high is that I'm headed to Vegas tomorrow with my sisters, and I'm super, super pumped. So as you guys are listening to this, we are just living it up in vegas hopefully i'm winning a ton of money or something i don't know i'm not a big gambler but lately i've been doing things that i don't usually do so maybe i'll gamble a little bit who's to say i mean i'm in vegas i gotta like play at least one slot so we'll just we'll see how that goes but we're actually headed out there to go to the taylor swift concert uh we're going friday night vegas i'm super pumped yes we got tickets i don't mean to rub it in anybody's face who didn't and i don't want to spoil it for anybody but I will probably post a bit on my Instagram stories. So if you want to see what we're up to in Vegas, definitely go follow me on Instagram. If you want to see what the Taylor Swift concert's like, go follow me on Instagram. Whenever I go to like an event or a concert, maybe this is just like the social media manager in me, Um, I like to take a ton of content and then the next morning review it and post it. I started doing this at my sister's wedding last year. And it was just so much more fun because then I'm not like totally spamming. I mean, it gets a little spammy, don't get me wrong. But then I'm not spamming with a ton of content that's like way too loud or blurry or like doesn't make sense. Because when you're in like a loud arena setting, you don't really know what it sounds like. You don't really know what it looks like. What if you want to edit it a little bit or put a cool filter on it or something like that? Just film a bunch of content, take as many pictures as I want. And then the next morning I'll, I'll go through it, post it. So I will definitely throw a disclaimer on the screen before i post it saying if you don't want spoilers tap out now but if you want to see what it's like continue to watch this instagram story so i won't do you guys dirty don't worry i got your back i've been really adamant on not watching any tiktoks or any instagram stories because i want to enjoy the concert i don't want spoilers taylor always puts on such a cool show and it's not just a concert it's like a full theatrical performance so that's what I love about her concert. So anyway, I'm super pumped. I'm going to Vegas, baby. It'll be a good time. And if you want to follow along, I'll be posting a ton on Instagram probably. Next segment, we're going to talk about shout outs. Nothing makes me happier than lifting my friends up and showing them love and supporting whatever they're doing. And same thing goes for you guys. So I created a page in our eighty twenty 20 group chat. So this is a spot for you guys to shout yourselves out or to shout out other members in the group, tag other people in the group who are doing cool things. So my plan is to read a handful of them every week just to show you guys some love and give you guys a little bit of a shout out. So first I wanted to give Mia a shout out. She's currently recovering from a surgery. She was inspired by another podcast episode of mine to go through her old journals from elementary middle school. And she said that it really brightened her day. So I'm wishing you a healthy and happy recovery, Mia. On your surgery and i'm glad that your old diaries could brighten your day that's awesome shout out to madison it sounds like she was having a little bit of imposter syndrome And she had a discussion with her boss about it. And her boss told her that it's important to ask questions than to know all the answers. So I absolutely love that. Shout out to you, Madison, for doing that. Shout out to Caitlin. She just got a new job that she's going to start in June. So that's super exciting. And last but not least, our third and final segment is Quote of the Week. This is from today's passage of Journey to the Heart by Melanie Beattie. It's currently March 21st and I'm reading this. Yesterday was the first day of spring and that signals change. As I look outside, it looks like it could be a bright sunny day, but it's actually really cold and it's just like this weird in-between stage with the weather and that's exactly how I feel in my life. So I read this passage, March 21st, it's called Nurture the Seasons of Your Soul. Study nature's ways, learn her rhythms, her seasons, her cycles, see how she hibernates and rests in the cold winter using that time to replenish and heal, see how she bursts forth in a slow crescendo of green and bright colors over spring, rejoicing in the inevitable new growth. There are times to take action, times to be busily involved in creating and doing and participating and giving. There are quieter times when we are being prepared for those times of activity. We cannot give and give without taking time to replenish ourselves. There are times of gentle growth when the first blades of grass, the first signs of spring begin to emerge in our lives. Whether those signal a new stage of personal growth, a new stage in a relationship, or the first buds of life on a project we're creating. And each season, each time, leads to the next. So reading this passage this morning, it just reassured me that this period of what kind of felt like stagnant energy, it really wasn't stagnant, it was just rest. And it was time to recover, time to just chill. So whatever stage I'm currently in, whatever stage you're currently in, it's going to change. It always does. You've survived 100% of your toughest days and it always gets better. So I don't know how that applies to your life, but I know for me, this book, it just hits different. You know, like I, I read it last year every single day and I was like, yeah, that's nice. Like a bunch of stuff in here is underlined and it's just funny to come back and continue to read this book a year later and see how it applies differently in my life or see how things just just continue to hit different the older that I get so anyway if you don't have this book I'll have a link to the show notes it's the best every time I read it just something something cool happens all right let's go ahead and get into the topic of today's episode which is being that girl in 2023 Who the hell is that girl in 2023? I don't think I could give you a perfect description. Because I've always been under the impression, and we talked a little bit about this in the intro, I've always been under the impression that whoever the best version of you is... That is who that girl is. However, oftentimes, it's a lot easier to idolize an ideal version of that girl that's already been painted for us because we don't want to sit with ourselves and design the life that we want. I had a moment the other day. I wasn't sure if I was going to share this on the podcast, but I think I'm going to. I had a moment the other day where I finally sat with myself, sat with my feelings, That I had been tucking away into little boxes in the back of my brain and I started to pull out the files and I started to go through all the shit and I just started to unload and in a really, really good, healthy way, I was able to kind of work through some of this shit that I've been stuck in for such a long time. I was sitting with my journal and I wrote this down. I think I got to a point where I was hesitant to even put pen to paper and draw what I wanted in life because I didn't think I deserved it. That's pretty fucking sad. The crazy part, though, is that after I wrote that, I spent a lot of time doing exactly that. Because I realized how silly it was that I didn't feel like I deserved the life that I wanted. And so I did exactly what I was so hesitant to do. And I just wrote pages and pages of the life that I think I am worthy of living. The life that I want. The life that I desire. The life that I dream What's on those pages is my version of that girl. But I encourage you to put pen to paper because when you write, you can unlock pieces of your brain that you can't unlock by talking, you can't unlock by thinking. I swear to you guys, writing is is like a therapy method all in and of itself. Put pen to paper, design what you really want out of life. Some questions that I asked myself to kind of like initiate this, this design process Um, number one, what makes me feel good? And I just wrote down all the things that make me feel good. Examples of times where I felt like part of me was healed. I just wrote down some recent scenarios in which I felt like it was a healing experience. Number three, what do I need to work on? What are areas of of potential improvement? And then four, what things come really easily to me? What am I good at? And then I wrote down what the most free and healed version of me looks like. And I have this picture in my mind of what that looks like, and I have it written down, so I am I'm not gonna say it on the podcast, but the day that I like get a video of this image, I'll pair it with this this piece right here. But anyway, I wrote this down. How to become that girl. Visualize who she is every day. What does she look like? How does she dress? How does she talk to herself? How does she talk to others? does she do for a living how does she show up for the people in her life how does she show up for herself so my version of that girl is going to be different than yours but i definitely think that there are some common denominators and when i kind of look at my listener base you guys as a whole even our generation gen z as a whole i was reading the other day that we spend the most on wellness things as this generation enters adulthood we are making a lot of really good choices when it comes to wellness. We're prioritizing going to the gym. We're prioritizing setting boundaries. We're prioritizing living over working. And that's really, really cool to watch. So I was doing a little research on wellness trends of 2023. So even when you've designed your version of that girl, I think it's really interesting to just kind of look at where the wellness community is going in this year. Because if you go back and, and listen to last here's that girl episode it's all really basic tips and tricks and I find it super funny when I listen to podcasts and they're like drink water and work out and I'm like thanks that's a really good piece of advice um Appreciate that we know. Like, tell me something I don't know. So I have a list of about five, but I feel like it might develop as I continue to talk. But hopefully, these are little trends or pieces of advice that you guys haven't heard before. I try to stay away from like drink water and eat your eat your vegetables because we all know that. Here's some more fun stuff, hopefully, that you guys can can kind of plug into the best version of you. First things first, a very essential piece to living a long and healthy life is being surrounded by people who support and uplift you. And wellness-focused communities are, I would definitely say, an up-and-coming trend. They've always been a thing, don't get me wrong. But I definitely have seen an increase in like wellness collectives and people taking health beyond just the gym. It's super normal to find some sort of community in a gym or a workout class or you think of some boutique fitness studios have very cold followings that in and of itself is a community but I've definitely started to see this going beyond just the gym even the 80 20 community in my opinion is starting to become sort of like this wellness collective it's a group of women who are interested in a similar topic so wellness focused communities and collectives are definitely on the up and up i was reading a stat that said two in five adults report feeling lonely so when you find a way to plug yourself into a community in general your life is just gonna get better for me i know that the minute i started to feel more at home here in i mean i've lived here for a year so i need to stop using moving as such like a i, I don't know i mean it was like such a pivotal thing for me so maybe not but definitely moving has shaped this version of me here and the minute that I started to find groups of people that I felt like had my back that's when I felt at home here. It wasn't buying artwork for the walls and like making my bedroom the way that I wanted it to be. It was the people. If that's not a telltale sign that you need a community around you, I don't know what it is. Wellness trend number two is hot and cold therapies. I posted about this on Instagram yesterday and it piqued a lot of people's interest, which kind of just goes to prove my point even further. When the new year started, I just heard chatter about ice baths from all the people around me. So I was seeing it on Instagram. Lexi came home one day from yoga and she was like, she was like, there's a bunch of yoga teachers at my studio that have ice baths. They all got them. They put them on their back porches and they do ice baths every single day after yoga. A couple of my athlete friends were like, yeah, we do ice baths all the time. We do like 15 to 20 minutes. I went went home to Ocean City and we had some friends that went surfing and Lex and I just decided to go jump in the ocean. And they really encouraged us because they were like, yeah, like go, you know, it's like an ice bath. Like we do 15, 20 minutes, like whatever, you know, you guys can do too. I did too. Lexi did 30 seconds not to toot my own heart or anything. It was pretty freaking cold. It was like 40 degrees. Long story short, I've been seeing all this buzz about ice baths. I finally jumped in the freezing cold ocean and realized that it's not that bad. So now I've been doing the sauna at the gym and a cold shower after. I pulled a quote from a Mind Body Green article that said these brief, moderated stressors are often what our body needs to be jolted into signaling a healthy stress response that helps repair cellular damage, eliminate toxins, reduce inflammation, boost immunity, and increase longevity. So there are definitely lots of bad stressors, but there are also a lot of good stress on the body. Working out, for example, is a good stressor on the body. Same thing with these hot and cold therapies. So lately I've been doing 15 to 20 minutes in the sauna and then I will just go jump in the shower at the gym afterwards for like three to five minutes. I'll just typically like count in my head up to 60 and then just do that, you know, three, four, five times. In my opinion, it just makes me feel good. And There's definitely science behind it, but I definitely think that it's an easy way to help with recovery. Like it said in this quote, eliminate toxins, reduce inflammation, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, if you have a shower, it's really easy to just take a cold shower. I know saunas are a little bit tougher to access. Maybe your gym has one, maybe your community center has one. Um, But definitely if you have a shower, you could probably make it a cold shower. Wellness trend number three is prioritizing protein. I think we're definitely getting into a season of eliminating silly diets and working on just having a balanced plate in general. And I know for me that when I started to prioritize eating a more like savory protein heavy breakfast, I became without a doubt a better, more regulated human being. And I was reading a statistic the other day that for the first time in I think like five years, more people were Googling what is a complete protein than like what is the vegan diet. A complete protein is a protein source with all nine essential amino acids, which are the building blocks of protein. So I'm not saying that, you know, the vegan diet's bad or anything, but when you do eat plant-based proteins, those are incomplete proteins. So one isn't necessarily better than the other i followed a vegan diet before i followed a pescatarian diet before i followed a paleo diet before and i definitely think that when i incorporate animal proteins for me personally i feel better and it's looking like just based on people's recent google searches a lot of people are interested in complete proteins the carnivore diet prioritizing protein on your plate is starting to become a main focus rather than like the order in which you eat something or just having a smoothie for breakfast and like I don't know. People come up with the craziest shit and I think now more than ever, it's just time to go back to the basics and prioritizing protein is probably like as basic as it could possibly get. Trend number four is slow living. Yes, we are getting into spring. It's kind of time for us to come out of our little cocoons and start to bloom and I'm super excited for that, but I definitely think that people are tired of the hustle and bustle i think three years ago when we were all forced to take a step back it kind of just triggered this desire to continue that slow living lifestyle and kind of planted the seed that like work doesn't have to be our entire lives i think overall people just want to relax and it's not that people don't want to work It's that people want to have a balance. People want to feel like they're able to do something with their lives beyond just their job, which I think is fantastic. Um, And even now, people are prioritizing slower workouts. So cycling and hit used to be really big. Now people are definitely more into Pilates and yoga. You can even tell on people's Instagram stories. Like if you guys follow influencers, you can tell it used to be like all the rage to go to SoulCycle. Now people are going to Pilates more. They're doing yoga more. Trend number five is something that I really liked. I found this term um, and it's called mental fitness. When you think about physical fitness, you typically work out to stay healthy. You don't work out because you're injured. So why would we wait to work on our minds until it's too late? Oftentimes we wait until things get really, really bad to seek help. And this was me. This was me like a month ago. I had a horrible, horrible anxiety attack. I've never felt this way in my entire life. And that was the moment that I was like, I've waited so long to ask for help. I've waited until I'm at my absolute breaking point to ask for help. So mental fitness is instead of waiting to ask for help, you're constantly working on fine-tuning your mind, so you can look for these red flags. You can ask for help before you hit that breaking point. So whether it's a coach, whether it's a therapist, whether it's putting in the work on your own. My mind and I have a very interesting relationship. And so thinking, you know, a month, six weeks to go back to this anxiety attack, I can see the warning signs beforehand. And it's not that I didn't necessarily ask for help. Um, I knew that the things that I needed to solve what kind of triggered this anxiety attack wasn't going to be available to me and so knowing that there was nothing that I could do that kind of left me in a bit of a bind and so all that I could do was release so that was the the panic the anxiety the crying the hyperventilating all that stuff so when I read this term of mental fitness I was like dang that's so cool maybe I just need to work harder the relationship that i have with my mind so i don't let it get to this point again for me i'm always going to have these high highs and low lows that's like literally just how my life is it's how it's always going to be so i think as long as i'm continuing to put in the work to do these essentially like mental workouts whether it's practicing gratitude or writing about what i want so that exercise that i talked about a couple minutes ago about you know dreaming it imagining your ideal life thinking in abundance, lucky girl energy, lucky girl syndrome um mindset is truly everything and when you wake up and practice gratitude when you wake up and decide that today's gonna be a good day because i'm gonna make it a good day that's a mental workout in and of itself i know a lot of you guys listening are probably similar in the sense that the relationship that you have with your mind is an interesting one so a bit of a recommendation for you guys i'm listening to a podcast called skinny dipping by kayla rose we actually have quickly become friends we definitely want to collaborate on a podcast Um, Our paths are actually going to cross in Vegas, which is crazy. So I'm super pumped for that. Her show is incredible. She just gets into all these little like nooks and crannies of your mind that it's kind of like Pilates. You know, when you go do solid core and you're like, holy shit, I didn't know I could be sore in that place. Like that's what her podcast does. She just gets into all these little nooks and crannies of your mind and like carves out things that you didn't know that you needed. And like, it's super cool. So Definitely go listen to her show. It's been very, very helpful in the season of healing for me. The book Journey to the Heart by Melanie Beattie has been super helpful for me. The book Atlas to the Heart by Brene Brown has been super helpful to me. Listening to music has been super helpful to me. Getting enough sleep has been super helpful for me so those are just like little things that I'm doing to work on my mental fitness obviously working out too keeping up with my physical fitness has been super helpful so those are just uh, a handful of things that have been helpful for me that I hope help you as well in whatever version of that girl you are trying to become thank you guys so much for listening to this episode i really really hope that you enjoyed it if you did be sure to leave a five-star rating and review that just helps more people find a listen to the show i love you guys so so much i hope you have a great rest of your day and i will talk to you super soon